Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be do, learning Tazria Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Pasha's Tazria. The topic of our Aliyah is leprosy or tsaras of the hair. Our Aliyah is 11 psukim long, running from Perig Yudgimel, Pasuk Chavtes to Pasuk Lamed Tes. Basic overview of our Aliyah is we still hear about a man or a woman who now is affected by tsaras on their hair, whether it be on the scalp or on their beard. And the coin now examines this, and we hear about three examinations that occur. So if they see that this, the, 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 the look of this seems deeper, so it's a, a deeper looking than the skin, and it has Se'ar Tzahov, which Rashi understands to be golden or blondish hair, um, then, then in that case the coin will say this is a Nesek, and he will impurify it, he will declare it a person um, with Tzaras of the hair. Um, however, if when he looks at it the first time round, it's, it's not really deeper than the skin, it's got black hair in it, then he, the coin will lock the individual up or put them in quarantine for seven days, and upon the seventh day a re-examination is in order, and if they see that it has not spread, there's no pasha or pasha or pisayon, which means it does not spread, and, the, and it has not grown um, this sehar tzahov, this blondish goldish hair, um, and it does not look deeper, then in that case, what the coin will do is, is he will shave around this nesek, this patch over here, and he leaves sort of, as Rashi explains, two, sort of two hair breadth around it of normal hair, and will, a second week of quarantine is in order, at which point in time the coin will re-examine the person. If it is not spread, it is not deeper, and then and uh, there's no gold hair, then in that case the person will be pure. But if it does spread, then it, it, the person will uh, um, will be made impure, even if there is no blonde or gold hair. Then at the end of the earlier, we just hear two lines about a, a person who has Beharos, Beharos Levanos, the person has white spots, but they're not very strong white, they're a dull white. Then we see this is, this is considered a boy aku, it's a rash, and it is not it is not a plague, it is not a spiritual plague. So a few basics to think about when I'm looking at this earlier. Number one is, how is leprosy or tsaras of the hair different to when it appears on the body, which has been the topic of the previous aliyahs from the second, third, and the fourth aliyah? So Rashi explains, when it comes to the hair, the color is actually different. So when it comes to a regular plague on a skin, arm, leg, wherever else it would appear, then white hair is a problem. Here it's actually blondish, goldish hair, which is the problem as well, which would, um, which would be an indicator that something is wrong spiritually. Now, what is the difference between a nesek in Aralia, which is the, seems to be the name of this plague here, and what we're going to hear about at the beginning of the next Aliyah, which is called a Korachas or Gabachas. Um, the beginning of the next Aliyah also seems to be related to the head. So the Rivad, in, in understanding this, explains that an Nesek is really a bold spot, which is a bold spot which is found on the head, on the scalp, and is surrounded by hair. So in this case, it may be some sort of what today we would call alopecia. There are very different forms of this kind of, 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 this kind of condition. Um, and a Korachas and a Gabachas, says the Rivad, are bold spots which start um, whether up the neck, or on the forehead, and so these are these are different types of bald spots. With these, also with the um, accompanying symptoms, the, the the blonde hair, which is the thin, uh, the fine blonde hair forming in the center of it as well. 
The, ra- the Rash, the, that is one of the commentaries on, on Masechus Nagaim in the 10th parak and Mishnah Yud, tells us that the Nesek is a temporary loss of hair, whereas the Karachas and Gabachas are permanent loss of hairs. As well, so different to, to understand the different expressions of it. Not to say that Alpisha today is Tsaras, but that it would have looked something similar to that which we have today, which is these patches of um, hair which cannot be, it does not grow. And today, um, the cortisone shots or cream simply take that away, but in those days, this wasn't a, uh, this was actually a, a accompanying spiritual defect as well, it wasn't simply uh, perhaps a genetic or environmental condition. Now, why does the leprosy that surrounds the hair come? The Al Shekha Kodeshnitz commentary right here on Aralia suggests that this is a feature of a person who has, um, he points out, Tsaros um, Ayin, um, then a person who has a sort of a negativity of a narrow view of the world, um, and very, and, and or is uh, another person is, who is arrogant. So the, these are aspects of a person's pride, a person whose pride is their hair, their beard, if it's a man. In these cases, when the person's losing that, it can be a very embarrassing, very belittling experience altogether. And that's what's being described over here. Um, the Marsha, in his commentary on the Gomorrah in Erechid, actually points out that there are seven different forms of tzoraas that we hear about. And he he relates them to the seven sins that the Gomorrah discusses, which are the reason why Tsaras is contracted. And he attributes the Tsaras on the, the hair as to Shvichus Damim, where it relates to some form of murder. So the example that he gives is he quotes the Gomorrah that talks about Yoav contracting Tsaras. And the reason why he says this is because um, he, he points out that it is that the, in the Psukim, which describe Yoav's your, contraction of Tsaras, it sounds like it relates to the head. Um, now, why over here in Aralia, you'll notice when it talks about shaving, when that sort of in between the two weeks of quarantine, we hear about this shaving, that the coin shaves around, we hear Vyaskalach, he will shave it, and the, the gimel in the word Vyaskalach is enlarged. So in the Torah, if you look at it, it will be an enlarged gimel. Why is that? The Gwarin Kedushan Dav tells us that this is a, a reason because this is the middle Pasuk in the entire Torah. If you take all the Psukim in the Torah and divide them into two, this is the middle Pasuk. Um, the Chidai, in quoting Rabbi Eliezer from Garmazia, um, says a very interesting observation about this, and he says it's perhaps to hint to the fact the Gimel relates to Gemilos Chasadim, giving to others, helping other people out, which is one of the central fundamental fundamental aspects of our faith. In fact, when Hillel Hazaken was asked by the Ger what the entire Torah can be uh, distilled down to, his answer was called Madasani Lachavrach. Anything that is despised upon you, do not do it unto others. The basic idea of caring for others was what Hillel Hazakain had actually said that the whole Torah is about, and that's why the center possible of the Torah is indicated with this gimel. But the Chidasta takes it one step further and he says that perhaps that's the reason why it is that the, it is found in the context of the notion of tsaras, of plagues, for the simple reason is because many of the plagues come from sins which are an expression of narcissistic tendencies, per self-centered kinds of lifestyles which are led. And that being the case, it, um, a person who is living such a lifestyle is reminded the Hiskalach, the Gimel, the middle Torah is about thinking and giving to others. Finally, one last point is at the end of the year we hear about these Beharos, Beharos, Levanos, these white spots, 
what precisely are they? So Rav Arya Kaplan points out that these are like light spots. The person's, the man or woman's body becomes covered with spots, but they are, because it's examined and it's simply, it doesn't look like they're, they're very sharp, they're dull white spots, then we understand, as he says, that this is a, um, a rash, a bohak. Um, and uh, that means to say that, as, as is pointed out, that this is, is really actually just simply a regular condition. This is a medical condition, not a spiritual condition. So identify it as a um, as in in the medical profession as a vitiligo or leukodermy, which are two possibilities as to what could be going on over here, but it is not a spiritual condition. Just to understand that the Torah notes the difference between a medical and a spiritual condition. With this we conclude the fifth aliyah in a parashas tazria. With this wish everybody a wonderful and meaningful day.